faster than a speeding bullet. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's this WAP doesn't lie. The No Bullshit Podcast. Now, here is your host, Felix Andreoni. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that applause. I got my co-host Ann in the house. Happy Friday. We're waiting for some people to jump in. And we got Zach, my man, the first man to jump into the podcast. And this song is dedicated to my number one fan, Zach. Let's kick it. Hit it. Woo! Oh, how you feel, brother? Feeling good. You feel good? You so much bone, brother. How you feel, man? Oh, yeah. How you feel, brother? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a funky good time. We're gonna have a funky good time. Oh yeah. Damn right. Gotta take you high. Now listen to this horn. Listen to this man play this trumpet. My favorite part. Yeah. James, James Brown. Listen to this man play. Of that shit. <laughs> My man, Zach, what's happening? Not much. What are you doing, chilling? Yep. Tomorrow, uh, tomorrow yeah. I'm going to a Where birthday party of a friend of mine. Oh, right. How old? How old's your friend? Going she's to... turning, she's turning dirty 30. Oh. 30? Yeah. She's dirty? <laughs> Well, you just, tomorrow, she won't appreciate that. It's a, yeah. not a good joke. Dirt, don't tell her she's dirty. Uh, <laughs> you head? Oh, well, no. Oh, she's married. Oh. That doesn't mean anything. She can still. She can still now. suck a dick. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right? You know. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to DJ her party. Oh, oh nice. that's cool, man. Fun. Raccoon <laughs> is in the house. Raccoon, <laughs> uh, Zach, you notice it's getting darker early now. All of a sudden, it feels like that's cool. right. Yeah, but he's uh-huh. in the, 
time zone? Does it matter? Well, it still gets darker early for everybody, not just us. It is, it is slightly starting to here. Yeah. What time is it there now? Uh, 6.04. Yeah. See, he's back. Yeah, what time's back. Raccoon? What time Raccoon is there? 5.04. Oh, he's way ahead. Holy shit. I just noticed it's yeah. getting a, a darker earlier, so we got to move up the time. 5.04. Yeah. 5.04 in the afternoon. That's early. It's not early. Yeah. His ass Two hours difference. Two hours difference between me and you. No, actually, he's after you. So when you get up at 4 in the morning. Exactly. Yeah, after. Oh, he's after me. He's, that's East Coast arrogance coming out there. So we're backwards. Actually, first. Are we? Yeah. California. Yeah. Yep. Well, listen. If I don't, Eric's in the house. I don't know if you guys heard this, but as you know, I'm sure we did. <laughs> as we know, Joe Biden's son is uh, being in indicted on three different charges. But let me tell everybody something, and I'll bet you no one here is aware of this. Even Raccoon, remember I said, I bet you Raccoon doesn't know. Our Hunter's charges. Try me. All right. Now, Hunter, of course, is being charged with these gun robberies in the house from Guyana. Robbery. But anyhow, because he lied on the form, number one. Yeah. He lied what? That he was, a, he was not a drug addict? That's right. And he was a drug addict because he admitted it on video. Mm -hmm. And you know, his videos are going to hang him. And he's lucky. He's very lucky I'm not the prosecutor. Maybe the prosecutor hasn't seen because, the videos. Uh, you know what? I'm almost tempted to call him. Oh, boy. No news media has noticed this, but I noticed this. Yeah. Now, let me tell everybody. I'm going to tell you the first half of how I noticed this. Yes. He was charged with the possession of a firearm that he should not have had, right? Because right. he lied on the form. Uh -huh. Do you know what kind of firearm that was? I'll tell you what. Lock. Nope. No, it wasn't. What was it? It was a Colt oh. revolver. Oh, no kidding. It was a 38 special. Really? Yes. How odd. That's what it was. A 38 special oh, the one, revolver. The one in the video was. Now, now let me tell you this. Mm -hmm. If I was a prosecutor, the first thing I would do when I get his stupid ass in the courthouse. I will pull up a video of him standing naked <laughs> holding a semi-automatic 9 millimeter. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought it was because I've seen the picture. Side. Oh, so the three indictments are for a cult and now the video shows he's a different gun? That's right. Uh -huh. And I would turn to him and say, this is you, butt naked, <laughs> holding this pistol in your hand with your finger on the trigger, which you shouldn't be doing. Yep. And where did you get this gun from? I want to know now. Where did Probably you came from? It? Melania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her, not her, Melania. Her, I'm, I'm talking about uh, uh, Obama's oldest daughter. Yeah, whatever well, her mean, name is, Michael's daughter. Yeah, <laughs> their friend's daughter. You're right. It probably came from Michael's underwear. That's where the. <laughs> Because Michael has to have special underwear made to hold that big package. 
Because I heard he's hung like a fucking horse. I don't know, man. I've seen a couple videos of that thing swinging around. Didn't lose any support at all in it. I I wish I had (laughs) half of that dick. I I was lost. Everyone in my family had big dicks, and I get the short end of this. Hey, Felix. Yeah. Felix, a friend of mine sent me a meme. This kid is standing with his parents, Uh and he's at school, I think. And one of the kids says, yeah, and your dad has a little penis the size of a tic-tac. And and the kid looks back at him and said, that's why my mom's breath smells so good. <laughs> well, uh, listen, don't get me wrong. I don't have a tic-tac a okay? But it's, and the reason why I'm saying this, you might as well know it. My, my grandfather used to come out of the bedroom oh, early God. in the morning. No, don't say this. <laughs> Half naked, and he had a prick like John Holmes. It must have been fourteen inches long. You were a little kid. Don't look bigger than it is. No, I don't think so. Uh, I thought there for a minute he's going to say he looked like Biden (laughs) walking out of the bedroom naked. He he actually had Joe. Come here, little boy. I got some candy for you. Not so rub my hair on my legs. <laughs> he actually had a tattoo of Obama <laughs> on his penis. Oh, <laughs> Obama was here. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do that? Did they tattoo you? Uh, oh, yeah. They'll tattoo any body part today. Years ago, they wouldn't do that. But today, they'll tattoo anything. Your asshole. I had a friend. Uh, you know, I mean, I never saw it, but. I heard he had it done. What he did was he had his asshole tattooed. Oh. And what was on his ass was, um, what's that that guy's name that holds the rifle? It says, come out, you silly wabbit. It, he was pointing a oh, rifle. Uh, Elmer Fudd. Yes, Elmer <laughs> Fudd. He was pointing a rifle at his asshole. Oh. It said, come out, you silly wabbit. <laughs> And then one day, oh, there was a there was a famous tattoo artist in man in New York City called Spider's Web, and he was like up there with big shots. I'll never forget my friend. I drove him there, and he he wanted to get a tattoo of his wife's name on his dick. And let me tell you something, he was screaming like hell. I bet. <laughs> Like, why would you do that? Why would you tattoo your prick? I mean, I have I have a lot. I, I don't know how many tattoos I have. What, I got 20? 28. And my whole back is tattooed. I have a picture of a demon ripping out of my body. Why did I put that on me? All in red. I don't know. But uh, when I go to the doctor, it like freaks out the nurse if they see it. They have to... Check me. Oh my God, that's horrible. I guess. They have some tattoo artists who down, I think in Brazil, was making tattoos look like patches, you know, like you're, you sew on a jacket. Oh. With that little border around them and everything. And it's starting to flourish here in the United States now. Huh. Is it? Yeah. That's I've seen a couple of uh, shorts about this guy's tattoos, and it literally looks like, and it's really nice. It really looks like somebody sewed this patch to your arm. Wow. Interesting. I've seen some tattoos that look so real. I mean, you know what? The ones I really like, I like the, uh, is it Japanese? They, they do their whole body, the men. Some of them are really cool looking. They got yeah. dragons and all that shit. 
It's either Chinese or China. They all look alike to me. Okay. <laughs> the Yakuza, the, the Yakuza in Japan are tattooed. They Is tattoo the crap them? out of themselves. Yeah, from head to toe. But do they and, look? Uh, they. Oh yeah, they have really nice. Well, they've been doing it for a couple thousand years. I mean, good grief. You know, they, yeah, they've, cool. they've always been known for their great tattoos, and a lot of sailors went over there, always got good tattoos over there compared to what they would get in the States by the, the local tattoo artist. Yeah. Do you have any tattoos? Yeah, I got one on my dick that says MIT on it. No, when it gets going, it says Massachusetts Institute of Technology. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I have no tattoos. I am I have not been graffitied. He gets a rim shot for that. Neither have I. You don't have any? I don't. When I, was I have scars. I don't have tattoos, man. That's it. Dan has some. No, I don't. When I was sixteen, I went to a tattoo parlor, and there was an older lady, probably my age now, in her sixties. She said. Honey, you don't want a tattoo. This is what it looks like in 50 years. And she showed me. I'm like, you're right. I don't yeah, want it turns to green. <laughs> I never it's, a, it, I mean, it's just like a car. You have to get it repainted every now and then. It's true. I got a, I got a few scars on my knees. Oh. Uh-oh. Surgery? What do you don't do? even talk about no. that, man. We don't no. want to know how you got your scars. That you're making me horrible. <laughs> no, I fell on my knees uh, no. out, of, out of my work. And work? Uh-oh. Would yeah. you have stitches? No, but uh, it was just bad enough to leave a scar. But uh, the, horse, the horse got away from me. It was one of a newer horse that was newly uh -oh. boarded with us. Uh-huh. And right in the rock area, too. So a pointed rock well, pushed me into my kneecap. Ugh. I've got seven. I have seven surgical scars, and I don't know how many work-related scars. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably, probably be in the next hour trying to count them all. <laughs> well, that's, then, I, then I fell wounds. off. A, then I fell off an electric scooter. Yeah, I them right on my knees. So my knees bent. That's what you get for going green. <laughs> yep, I fell out. I fell out of a jeep once while it was going around a corner. This had the doors off, and oh. I was fucking drunk. And you were driving? No, I wasn't. I was in a passenger seat. Right. Even the driver was so shit faced; he didn't realize I fell out till he went up the hill. Unbelievable! I fell out, and I <laughs> scarred my hand mm -hmm. and my knee, and that hurt like a bitch. Probably might be. <laughs> my daughter went Damn. to Malawi. She spent six months there. Um, went right during high school, volunteering. Uh. Yeah. And she got, she came home with a tattoo on the front of her foot where the ankle meets the foot. What is it? like no skin there at all. I can't imagine how it hurt. But uh, it was her um, African name, meaning sunflower, not worth going into. It's a beautiful sunflower in yellow, which is a bad color for tattoos, and light green. But she said that hurt yeah. all hell. But she had it done to be accepted, yada, 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 in Malawi when she was there. I think the ones that hurt on my body the most yeah. was the ones on my hands. Oh yeah, that's nice. And my back. There's no skin there on your hands. Yep. Well, even my fingers, but really the top of my hands, that hurt like a bitch. I wasn't drunk at the, all the other tattoos I got, I was drunk. No, so it didn't even, yeah. didn't even bother I me. almost got a tattoo one time. My, 
I was with one of my buddies and uh, he went in first to get the tattoo and we were both drunk and he started screaming like a little girl and I thought, eh, I don't want a tattoo. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised I didn't get it. Well, I was going to get a set of jump wings put on my chest. Oh. You could still do it. Sure. No, no, no. Shit, I now was... it wouldn't probably heal from it. Tattooed out Damn old. I'm surprised I didn't catch something because I was tattooed years ago out of a yeah. fucking shoebox. Yeah, nice. Out of a shoebox. That's great. And the, you know what the guy was using for the grease on your hand was a deodorant stick. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me tell you a little story. I'm not going to mention any names, but the guy the guy that tattooed me, he was like my brother. I love, you know who I'm talking about. Uh -huh. I'm not going to mention no names. Right. He passed away. But let me tell you one time. I was shit-faced, and I'm at his house in New York, right? He's tattooing me, and he stopped. He had the gloves on and everything, you know. He goes, I got to go take a shit. I go, Okay. He takes a shit and he comes back out and there's, he's about, he grabs the tattoo needle and he didn't realize there was a chunk of shit on oh the side of his hand. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. He goes back in the bathroom and gets out the, the a tube of Dagon, uh, uh, with Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the same deodorant he rubbed my hands. <laughs> It was funny, though. He started laughing. and goes, oh, my God, I didn't know I had shit on my hand. Oh, right. That's a gross story. Well, lucky you didn't touch <laughs> my hands because they were bleeding from being tattooed. Well, you, you were getting shit on your hands anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. And <laughs> to what? your best life. Welcome to our studio. Yes, your best life is in the house. And who's this hobo chilling? I have a question about Hunter. Yeah, him. Mike wants to talk. Yeah, we got some new. I have a question about Hunter. Who what is it? Is it who threw the gun in the dumpster? I think I think he did. Was it him? Or his or wife? Or the girlfriend or the girl he was with? I don't know. Your best life, what's happening? What's up? How you guys doing? Good. How are you doing tonight? You got to talk, you turn your volume up a little. Hold on a minute. I'll tell you what, I can, I can go ahead and mic up. I'll tell you what, let me just tune back in after I get mic'd up and we'll go from there. How's that? All sound? right. All right. See you in a minute. All right. He has, he has a radio voice. He does. Yeah. Sounds like a radio announcer. The way he breathes, you can tell he's at practice. Scott yes. Yes, indeed. It's just like, hi, what are you doing? <laughs> or, you know, I'll be back in a minute. I got to go in the bathroom and jerk off. I'm about to come. <laughs> I had to give a presentation. I want to make monkey love. Oh, hey, Felix. <laughs> what? By the way, uh, they, they just announced the new iPhone 15, and it will be available in stores. What, what does it do? Well, it's going to be available in stores next Friday. Wow. How, how much but, is the fucking thing? I mean... It's out for pre-order right now, starting mm -hmm. today. But then it'll be in stores next Friday. How much is it going to ask for pre-order so they can afford to build the damn thing? <laughs> <laughs> I have iPhone. Mine's an iPhone. Oh, the new picture I put. Oh. Mine's an iPhone 13, I think. So is mine. Yeah, that's with the three, ca uh, three cameras or whatever. 
Mm, that's the Pro Max. Why? Yes, I have the big one because I can't fucking see. <laughs> Why? Don't go through all that. <laughs> I think I have shit on my hands. All right, go ahead. Let me see what I have. I'm lo- oh, yes, it's an iPhone 13 Pro Max. Well, yeah, that's what I got, too. I have the big Samsung here. Oh, yeah. You're like Ann. Ann does not like iPhone. I hate them. But let me tell you what's good about the iPhone. No, there's nothing good about it. They yes, it is. You can't crack an iPhone, not even the feds. And they follow you into the I bet I can crack it. How? With a hammer? I got a two-pound hammer in my truck. I can smash yeah. the crap out of it. I could crack right on the phone. I, I can't it. crack it. But did did you know the iPhone is constantly bugged by the government? That's right. There's an article out about that. Well, I, hope they mine. I hope they bugged mine. Because I tell them to go fuck. I know they already bugged mine. <laughs> oh, we know that. Yes. I'd like to, I, do, I will never be an Apple user. It's, it's locked down. There's no open tonight's up. show. After tonight's show, they're going to probably want to look at my tattoo. Uh, we're going to test it. I don't think I have audio. So we're going to have stuff. To yes, you're better. There you go. Now you're in. Can you hear me? I'm trying to set this thing up. Just so you know, I'm not a. I'm trying to set this up. I'm working off uh-huh. my phone. I got a couple of things going Sounds on. But uh, let me get this thing figured out and we'll rock and roll with this. We'll have a conversation. All right. Are you an iPhone user or an Android? No, he user? just cut out again. Oh, He'll be Sorry. back. Oh, good Lord. Why would you want to have a phone that's locked down that you have no control over? I have plenty of control of this phone. Really? You think yeah. so? Yeah. I could do anything you can't, just about anything oh, you can do. there it is. Just and they could do anything to your phone they want to, too. Oh, come on. Don't believe that. Absolutely correct. Never. All, 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 cell phones, all cell phones have the same capability. The only difference is no. the people who run those companies allow the government to have whatever they want to track you. You, well, you, can't, you can't go anywhere with that thing in your pocket or wherever you put it, and they don't know where you're at. Well, good. Every morning now, what I'm going to do, okay. I'm going to shove my phone up the crack of my ass and, and turn on my video so they can watch it. Yeah, and they'll probably hit the vibrate button and drive you nuts. <laughs> oh my god, guys, I love it. I love it. My name is Felicia now, not Felix anymore. Oh, hey, hey Felix, do you know they can turn the cameras on remotely? I hope they do. Of course, because I'm going to yeah. right on mine. No. Your best life, what's happening? All right, all right. All right. Can see Let me you're... just check this out and see if you can hear me, first and foremost. Yes, we hear you. All right, is it too loud? I gotta, I'm working on a, on a preamp, so I want to make sure I'm not over-modulating. It's good. It's good. All right, what's happening? Tell me the story. I need to jump in here. I'm just kind of in the new, the new guy. So what are we talking about? We're talking about, do you have an Apple phone or an Android? I have an Android. Because... Oh. Good. How come you don't like apple? Well, uh, fruit tends to spoil. I've got a lot of apps on my... <laughs> I mean, that's just the straight of it. Uh, fruit tends to spoil. I've got, a, I've got money tied up in my Android. It's not because I don't have... I have an aversion against Apple. It's simply because I, I got some money tied up. I do video and I do podcasts. And I'm oh, like... What's the name of your podcast? Your Best Life Defined. There you go. Oh, I like oh, yeah, I've seen, I seen that advertised. I'll have to, I'll have to jump on your next show. Oh, yeah. Yep. What state are you from? 
Well, uh, that's kind of a ambiguous. I started out in color, started out in Colorado, and well, I rock and roll. I, we we uh, we we sold everything. I realized that no no one eats grass. I don't know if you know that or not, but no one eats grass, and no one gives a shit what you live in. Yeah, they just smoke it now. Let me yeah, ask. So, you. Wait, so go ahead. Go ahead. So what, uh, like, so what state are you in? Well, right now I'm in Carbondale, Illinois. Oh. I know where that's at. Hell yeah. I used, to live in, I used to live in Indiana, in Terre Haute. Let me ask oh, you. Oh, Terre Haute. Let me ask yeah, you. You got Sin any houses there? Stop. Say that again? Do <laughs> you have any whorehouses there? Uh, she, she's guessing. You hear her in the background. She goes, he wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking way. This motherfucker wouldn't know. He doesn't know anything. He sounds like freaking. He's got to be sixty. Got to be eighty. That fucking dude don't know nothing about whorehouses. His shit don't probably even work anymore. <laughs> that is funny. No, I'm just. I'm just. I gotta just say, I'm picking it up. I can hear her in the background. She's like, "Damn you, damn you." That motherfucker's got a radio voice. Where the fuck is he from? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Have you figured out a way to connect video to the Podbean podcast? You can't. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. Here's the deal. And this is what people are missing. What is it? So fucking Podbean is all about the sound. It's all about the conversation. You ever listen to Nazareth, Hair of the Dog, uh, Ram Jam, uh, any of the old rockers? Mm-hmm. All right. What they did was they said... Listen, I got to tell a story with the fucking sound of my voice. Yeah. So yep. what they did was they said, hey, what's up? How you all doing? Are you ready to rock and roll? And then they jump into this shit. And then they just, they get this, the audience going just simply with the sound of the voice. Because you got this peg that's standing in the middle of this stage. And the dude in the back is about ready to give everything up just to be that dude. And he can't even see the fucker. Yeah. So the yeah, bottom line is this. <laughs> yeah, so if you're not rocking it with your voice, if you're not saying hell yeah and engaging your audience with your voice, you're not there. You're right. You're right about yeah. that. See? And you know where I learned everything from? Where? This man. I love you. You know who I am. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I gotta tell you, I got well, I got one of those sitting right here, and uh, <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. So I, I, I got I got a I got a soundboard sitting in front of me, and I do my all my uh, my podcast on a on a on a laptop. Do you? Yeah, I do. And when is and, your podcast on? Um, I'm, I've been doing them. Actually, I was jumping on here. I told the wife, I says I did. I do one in the morning. Uh -huh. And I, I told the wife, I says, well, these fucking guys are just hanging out. They're just sitting waiting for people to talk to. So, shit, I'll just go in there. I had me a few Trulies, uh -huh. hung out, made some dinner. And now I'm sitting here and I was getting ready to jump on the computer and just kind of fucking hang out. Hang out. And all of a sudden I yeah. thought, well, I got to I got to listen to some stuff. And I just chimed in on you guys. I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of like this. This is this is something I could jump into. And uh, you see how quickly I got in with my audio? Yes, you did. So what if time it, are you on? What day and what time? I'm on every day, or usually every day, but, okay. uh, nine, between 9 and 10. A.M. No, wait, 9 and 10. P.M.? No, 9 and 10 A.M. That's my audience. And what time is that 
in Illinois. That is in Illinois. So in the That's Illinois time. So you guys figure from there. I'm usually on about nine o'clock. I get about five in the morning, work on my novel for a while, and then I All usually right. red redirect and go to my podcast. We're going to have to listen. I guess we're it's nine. Yeah. I think we're at one or two. Yeah, I've, I've seen it advertised in the mornings, and but I've been kind of screwed up trying to get things done and uh -huh. I'll jump on in your next podcast. Yeah. Are, are you on tomorrow or just during the week? I'll, uh, yeah, no, I'll be on. I actually, I'm going to be on tonight. As soon as I jump off here, I'm going to jump back on. Um, okay. let, let me, you guys interested in what I do? Yeah. What do you do? Well, I woke up one day and I ended up getting a job in a federal prison working with federal inmates. And what do you do there? Well, I don't do that anymore, but what I did was I spent the entire time trying to figure out how the fuck I'm going to be happy. I'm making all this damn money, and the inmates were happier than I was. Were they? <laughs> they were. I'm, we're, no, I'm telling you, I'm walking around the, I'm, rock, I'm walking on a yard with people who are doing life in prison, and I'm over there sitting there going, how the fuck are you over there yucking it up with your buddies, patting them on the back, you're doing life in prison, ain't getting none of that stuff that the rest of us are getting, and I'm the pissed off one. Mm. So what was yep. your, what was your job? I was a I was a correctional officer for about two years or no three years, um, and then I went to maintenance for about twelve years, and I was a vocational cad instructor for the last uh, ten years of my bit. All right. Are you still working, or you're you're not? Working? Oh no no no! Screw that! I retired at fifty four. So, <laughs> working retirement is way better than working. I can tell you that right now. No, in a way it is. In a way it isn't. Well, uh, no, it depends on what you're doing, right? Well, that too, and it depends on how much income you have coming in, because Social Security don't pay shit. So you, what you do is you get all fired up about the shit that does pay shit. <laughs> And you jump on that game and you get all fucking rock and roll excited about it. And the next thing you know, it's like a fishing trip only you're working right now. Uh, right now, what I do is I'm retired. I was a maintenance supervisor or facility manager for 30 years. And now I'm a pistol instructor. So people come to me, take my course, you know, and I issue them a certificate and they could apply for their pistol permit. Oh, how? So they're concealed carry, right? Yep. I yeah, I got a nat I got a national concealed carry permit because of the federal prison. There you go. What Which is cool. Go ahead. What kind of gun do you carry now? An LC9 subcon uh, it's an LC9. Uh -huh. And I ha I have a Springfield X XD subcompact. I like the LC9 better. Uh -huh. Um it's it's smaller, tighter to the hip. And uh you, you know, I'm all for, I'm all for that. You have a magazine restriction there. We here in Connecticut, it's ten rounds. You can't have any magazine that holds more than ten rounds. If someone's going to check my gun, they're going to have a problem already, because then <laughs> I've did I've done something I shouldn't have done, and that was I let them know I had a fucking gun. <laughs> hey, Felix. Hey, yeah, Felix. Really? You know, you see that guy in the sh in the store you're walking around because I I do that. I'm former law enforcement. I do that. I watch around, I look around, like if we was at a festival the other night, I'm looking around for the bulge. I'm looking around for the guy that's tapping his hip, checking his gun, making yeah. sure he's still the badass he thinks he is. Yep. Right? Hey, Felix. So, so if, if you know I have a gun, I've failed. Yeah, you're right. That's it. And Connecticut. Go ahead, Felix. Rocky. Does Connecticut have a, a magazine number restriction? 
Yeah, it's ten rounds. No, no, how many? No, I'm talking about how many magazines you can carry. You can only carry three. <laughs> no shit. Yep, that includes one in the firearm. I so, don't leave with, home without at least four. <laughs> well, Connecticut's very strict because of that horrible Sandy Hook. Um, yeah, we had some asshole mother gives her autistic son an AR-15. Yeah. And what does he do? He shoots her square in the face mm -hmm. and goes to a local elementary, elementary school, school and starts killing children. 26 kids and a teacher. What died. a shame. So, you know, being that this is an anti-gun state, yes. the jackass governor decides, well, you know what? I'm going to post a 10-round magazine restriction. Like like criminals really give a shit about so a me, magazine restriction. And they don't they don't care about background checks. No criminal is going to go to a gun shop, a gun store and and buy a gun. Let me let me ask you let me ask you a question here. Yes. What does that have to do with us? Exactly. My point here, my point here is this: I'm a I'm a law-abiding citizen. I don't have any felonies. Yep. Okay. I haven't committed any crimes. Yep. If you're standing in Walmart, okay, you're standing in Walmart, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm I was at a festival last night, and I'm hanging out. I got my my daughter's purse hanging on the stroller. I got grandkids around me. You know what I'm doing? What? I'm looking. I'm looking around. Yep. I'm looking for anything that tells me there's a problem, and I'm looking for routes of evacuation all right i'm looking for ways to get my kids my wife my daughter and right. out right Keep so, head on the so, swivel. so so let me just let me just bring this to your attention yep i'm not a law i'm not a lawbreaker i'm yeah. an american citizen That's who right. feels an obligation to protect my family from mm -hmm. whatever could whatever it could be. If you come up to me and you touch me in the chest and you tell me what you're going to do to me, you're going to be on the ground before you know it. My point is this. Mm -hmm. They can make all kinds of rules about what we need to do. All right. Yep. But but they're not us. You're right. We are we are us. Well, I'd look at these people in America and, and on the on the borders. All sure. right. I look at them and I look at the fight they're having with keeping their property safe, keeping themselves safe, keeping their family safe, yeah. and having the right to tell people, you can't come on my property. And these, and, and I, <laughs> I'm not, this is not a racist comment. This is a simply, I own this land, keep your ass off of my shit. Exactly. Let me okay. tell you something. Let me tell you one thing. Ronald Reagan, you guys remember him or read about oh, him. Yeah. He was shot himself and he said, this is perfectly said well. He said, if you want real gun control, what you must do is lock up the criminal and lose the key for a while. Now, you know what? I told the governor once on radio station, I could take him right now in my car with a thousand dollars because we're close to New York City, I can drive there and buy you an Uzi machine gun for a thousand bucks. Criminals don't give a shit about your laws. And like you were saying, all these idiots are doing, they're not solving the problem. They're creating more of a problem by imposing these strict gun laws on law-abiding citizens. Where you right, need, right, right. Let me tell you something. If I was the governor of Connecticut, this is what I would do. 
I would create a law, and I, if I can sign it myself without getting a vote, I would. Anybody out there committing a crime with a gun, I don't care if you rob a fucking gas station of $5, you get life in prison with no parole. Will it, will it <laughs> gun violence? No, it won't. But I guarantee you, 80% will drop right out. Who the hell wants to go to jail for life when you commit a crime with a gun? All right, that, let, me, let, me, let me jump in here. That's what, they need, in here to that's what they need to do. Let me jump in here. Let me jump in here a minute because there's some stuff that, that obviously we don't know. Uh-huh. I, all right, so 19, uh, let's see, 80, let's see, let me think here. 82, I started with the Bureau of Prisons. Uh-huh. And and in 82, the, the mantra that had been driven since the Reagan era was, uh, this is your brain on drugs, right? Yeah. All right. All right. And there was a massive expansion of the Bureau of Prisons, right? Uh-huh. Did you know that they also modified the laws? You remember back in like 94, 95, right. somewhere around there, yeah. they had riots and all kinds of shit in the prisons? Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and there was this big upheaval. That was about um, them changing the laws so that the, the guys that are in prison, they, weren't no, they were no longer convicted by the amount of, of cocaine they had or crack they had. Yep. If you got caught with crack, they, they, they sentenced you based on the amount of cocaine it took to make that crack. Mm. Okay, yeah. now this is where this goes. Okay, so when you think about our political figures as a whole and you get all jumped into that, the, he's like me. Yep. Let's talk about the bigger picture. The reason they were doing that was, are, is, is anyone in, in this forum familiar with Unicorn Industries? No. Unicorn Industries was a federal corporation created by senators, congressmen, and lawyers uh -huh. that allowed for a situation where they were able to put federal inmates to work making furniture for the federal government that they sold. And not only did they do that, but during the, Re during the Reagan era, what else they did was they managed to go ahead and do sole sourcing. So if you as, an, as a private entity received uh -huh. federal funding for your program, you had to buy furniture from Unicorn Industries. Wow, I didn't know that. All right, let's stretch this out a little farther. So what happened when they changed the laws so that now the amount of cocaine put you in prison based on the amount of crack they caught you with? All uh -huh. of a sudden extended. And then they did all this mandatory minimums on these sentences, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, damn. What did that do? That gave the federal government, Slave Ronald Reagan. Reagan, and all these political friggin' thieves the ability to sentence people to work in their factories to pay them a dollar an hour to sell furniture, a chair for 600 fucking dollars that the, yep. that the private entity couldn't afford but had to buy because of the, the statutes. Yeah. Basically, they, they, they created a federal system of slavery. Yeah, so basically what we're talking about here is before we see, the problem is, is we only see one side of the picture, right? We don't see the whole picture. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the problem that we have in that is that in doing so, we place our loyalties and our effort into people we don't know who tell us stories we can't verify because where is the truth? 
Yeah, that's where, where do you where do you find truth in the internet? Where do you? It's not like Brita, uh, the Encyclopedia Britannica, where you can actually get on there and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, uh, a, a horseshoe crab is the oldest living crustacean in the world." Yeah, now you right? don't, what the fuck to believe? So what you do is where do we go back to when we can't believe the masses? We go back to our neighbors and our friends. Because let's talk about the, the every disaster that's happened. Libya just lost 8,000 plus people washed out in the ocean because someone said, I think it'll be okay, right? <laughs> where do we find our loyalty? We find our loyalty in our neighbors and the people we will not talk to because they're different than us in the grocery store. And yet when a storm comes through in Carbondale, Illinois and levels all of these fucking apartments, it's going to be this white guy, this, this, this crazy ass fucking workout harder than ever, Mr. Your Best Life Defined motherfucker who is going to be jumping in going, let's get this person out. Are you okay? Yep. What yep. they wanted to do oh, and what wow. they accomplished totally, what they accomplished completely is that they divided us working class citizens, people just like you and me, who wake up every day and want our kids to be good, want them to be successful. We want our relationships to be good. We yeah. want to just to be able to enjoy America as it is. It's sad because not everybody's like that. Today, people are going buck wild out there. You got men wearing fucking dresses, calling themselves women. I mean, you got these woke people out there. Like I was telling Raccoon the last show, I guarantee you, and I know this will never happen, but just for speaking sake, let's say China decides to send all their army over here and they, they arrive on our soil. I guarantee yeah. you. <laughs> I'm just saying, I guarantee you, 40% of these fucking pussies will give up. We'll say, okay, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's turn commie. You yeah, people are like they used to be. You have this ass of a president who doesn't even know where the fuck he's going, and he's treating illegal aliens better than these poor veterans that are sleeping out in the fucking sidewalk. Hey, Rocky, let me hear what you got to say. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, you know, as the way they have everything going right now, mm -hmm. and I've said this on many podcasts I've been on, no matter what they do, they, they're going to fail at it. I mean, uh, like you said, if China brings all their people over, most of the people will probably sit on their hands and beg for their life because they know their, exactly. their family got raped in front of them and they'll take a bullet because they won't fight. No matter how many times you play Call of Duty or any of those others, just remember, <laughs> there is no do-overs and there is no timeout. Like Get your ass shot, you're dying right there if you don't have a buddy saving you. You're right. You know? You're right. And there's no response either. No. I got I gotta I gotta I'm gonna I'm gonna back up on this one. I don't know if it's gonna make it popular or unpopular. What is it? I have a different I have a different view of Americans. And what's that? And that is that there is a segment of our population that are just disconnected. They don't understand what's at stake. Yep. And I, I, I get that. Yeah. What's the other half? But the other side of that is that um, I, I kind of believe that when it comes down to someone knocking on our door and saying, we're taking what you have, mm -hmm. there's a sense of nationalism 
there's a sense within every one of us, every man, every woman, every child that's ever been an American and has seen what we've done and what we, the life we live. Because we live a really fucking good life given, given, given compared to the world. I mean, people can say, well, you know, they're doing this and they're doing that. But I have to say that I don't agree with that. I think that, I think that just in the number of guns that are being sold in America right now, right? Mm-hmm. Just the number of number of people who are saying, you know, there's something weird going on. The fucking maybe it's yeah. Revelation, maybe it's the Bible thing. I don't know, but the friggin' all of a sudden, all I'm waiting for is the fucking locust, right? But there is a there there's a sense of ownership in the piece of property we own, Americans. That's what we work for. That's the American dream, right? I own this. So what do you right? think if something like that happened? Do you think everyone's gonna stand up and fight? No, no, I think no. I, th- I think I think I think what's happened in our country is simply this. I think that they, that a couple things have happened. First of all, the last thing we need to rely on is corporate America because corporate America is the ones that are selling our kids sugared uh, foods and has made. I mean, if you look around, how fucking fat are we? I'm over here. I'm 62 years old. I go to the gym two and a half hours a day. I'm still a fatter than fuck. How much do you weigh? I weigh 190 pounds. How tall are you? Five six. Why and I'm that? telling you, I fucking I I I'll, my average workout is 300 work 300 push-ups. I do 150 pull-ups. I'm oh, but, but my my point is this right now. My my point <laughs> my my point is simple. The point I'm trying to make here is that um, the battle that we have to fight uh-huh. is isn't the bullshit that's at the top because let's face it. I don't care what political ideology that you believe in. Mm -hmm. You do realize that the reason that people get elected isn't because they tell you the truth. It's because they produce the best commercial that influences the most people. They're all fucking liars. They want to, they're going to tell you what you want to hear. So then, so then given that, so then given that, what what is our essential mission? It's to make sure that the people who are standing with us, we can count on. That's right. Let me ask you this question. If the voting was tomorrow, you vote for out of all the candidates. And, and let's I, I, I got to tell you, I wouldn't vote for any of them. No. I'd vote for me. I don't know. Why? Well, let's face it. Let's face it. Remember back in the old days, back when we were all young and, and they said, well, you can be president. I can't be fucking president because of special well, interests. If you want to go ahead and renovate this whole democratic society, what you do is you tell that politician, you say, hey, listen, fucker, you live as good as the median income for the person you represent. Me, and the only not, people who and the only people who can contribute to your, to your campaign are the not, fucking people you're planning to represent. You're not gonna find that. That's it. You're not going to find uh, it. I well, think no, they all should have to run with the money they have in their pocket. Well, look, right. at and, look at Trump. He, he never held office in his life and he became president. But I have to say, when he was president, everything was going good until that fucking... Compared, come, oh, let me interrupt you. Compared to fucking what? I'm still paying out the ass for every fucking thing I get. My, I'm, a fed, I'm a federal employee and, I, and the fucking insurance is still shit. When Trump was president, I liked paying $1.78 a gallon. When Trump was president, I liked walking out the grocery store with two bags of grocery and paying 50 bucks instead of 250 now when you got this senile old prick walking around. And then you got 
the vice president who sucked cock all the way into the office to get there. I, I agree with you completely on that. I don't have any more loyalty than Trump than I do to president. You know, I have loyalty in. My loyalty is in the American people. We are the ones that can change it. We're the ones that can say term limitations. We're the, we got old fuckers in office all over the place. We got some old woman sitting in a chair. I don't even know her goddamn name. She's over there. She's passing out. We got Mitch McConnell over there. He's locking up during a public speaking engagement, and everybody's going, "Well, he's okay." It's not. It's not. It's, it's not fucking Democrat and Republican. I'm going to tell you right now. This is about American people saying, "Hey." We have the right to vote. Stop letting them divide us and let us start deciding, all right, we're going to have term limitations. And if you fucking get told you can't remember your fucking name, you can't be our representative anymore. Well, well, look what we had in there. Come on. You got Obama, who was married to a man. <laughs> who, was who, who wanted all the kids Michael, Michael in, in schools to right, use whatever bathroom they wanted to too he signed a proclamation for that well, he told those schools he told those school systems if you don't we're taking our funding away from you the truth so will, he will come out someday because he already said it two or three times in video i like my wife michael he slipped up yeah. Uh, Rivers called it right <laughs> in the head. This this fucking man has bigger shoulders than some Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah, well, she does have some shoulders. Felix. Yeah. Felix. Yes. By the way, there was an episode of South Park that made fun of the bathroom situation part. Uh, have you they? seen it? Have you no. seen it? I was funny as fuck. Just where, uh, Cartman is acting. Is acting like a girl just to use the women's bathroom. <laughs> that. And then they gave him his own personal bathroom and they call it they call it for cisgender. There you go. That's funny. That's funny as hell. Hey, there's a, there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. I think I think I what mean, we we really need to just settle down. I mean, and all this... To... It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. You know what this fucking world needs? Armor fucking good. They need armor. Well, Felix. They need either let me tell you something. They need either Armageddon or Jesus Christ to come back and take everyone out. That's what the fucking world needs. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta, I'm going to argue with you there. I'm having a fucking great time. Well, because the bottom line, the, no, I am. I tell you what, I got up know. this morning. There's a lot of people who are not, though. Yeah, I'm but having that, a that, great that, time but, just watching these morons. No, no. Here's the deal. <laughs> you wake up every day. The world that you have is the world you have. Fucking make the best of it, right? I uh-huh. woke up this morning. I, I'm doing what the fuck I'm doing. And, it, and, and, and the world isn't stopping me from making money. The world isn't stopping me from being a rock star well, in my I- life. That's true, but some people... Shit, I'm having a damn blue moon right now. Some people are ha- are struggling. You know, people with large families that have a minimal income, maybe not that much education, and I feel sorry for them. They're struggling. If you go to any poor neighborhood throughout the country, <laughs> what do you see in these neighborhoods? You see nothing but fucking liquor stores, cigarettes. If you go in, If you go in a rich section of town... You see none of that. None of that shit. 
Man. Hey, Felix. Felix, it all comes. It all comes down to to a person's self-esteem, their pride, and their ability to want to do something. Some people sit on their asses so the government can pay them to sit on their asses. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on a minute. Hey, Eric, you got something to say? Well, yeah, he's holding. Well, well, I'm getting about ready to have to plug, you know, podcast pals shows shortly because Felix will be wrapping up at the top of the hour, but. I'll, I'll just basically say with, you know, during like Trump's presidency, like, I mean, who gives a fuck if he was a shrewd businessman and was tweeting Thank like you. mean tweets and, um, and, and talking locker room talk. I mean, let's face it. I mean, he had great policies. I mean, that, that were America first and, um, yeah. you know, and the fact that he managed to keep most of his campaign promises. Um, and, you know, he, he, you know, we didn't have any new wars or conflicts start under him, and um, he forfeited his presidential salary. And um, but but he re- received enormous resistance and pushback, not just from Democrats but from Republicans as well. You're right, right, right. 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 Hey, and let me ju- let me just say this. And I'm going to cut out of here, guys. I really appreciate it. It's been fun. But let me let me let me just say this. The right. bottom line is is our life isn't going to get any better. Your life, my life, isn't going to get any better until the focus becomes where we are. Because what Donald Trump does, whether he gets convicted or he doesn't, or whatever bullshit's going on with the Democratic Party or any of this other crap, it's not going to change one simple dynamic, and that is the shit we face as working-class Americans is not going to change until we change it. So the ticket here is stop looking down when you walk in Walmart. Start looking at the people that you see in the eye, making sure you know those people, because when the wind comes and it blows your fucking house down because uh, global warming is a fallacy, um, those are the people who are going to save your ass. It's not going to be any of this bullshit that's going on that we have going on right now. That's all I got to say about it. Listen, I really appreciate it. I like what you guys are doing. This is the kind of conversations that we need to have. I appreciate it. Hey, be sure to check out my show. But I just popped in to say, hey. Nice talking to you, man. All right, guys. Uh, Listen. And and you'll find me the podcast show and the Slightly Serious show and a couple other great podcast shows that I'm about to make mentions here momentarily. Go ahead. Um, of course, you know, this evening in prime time, um, you've got the old man's podcast shows like a Friday night after dark show going live at 10 p.m. Eastern time. And that'll be followed at midnight Eastern time, 11 p.m. Central by the outside of normal podcast. And I'm I'm sure you um, you, you guys might enjoy listening to Russ and Shep and, you know, and people like George and Short Pants Robert and, and a few other people who that's right, you know, really make great conversations. And then throughout the weekend, you'll probably be seeing uh, other people on and then. All next week, you'll have the Ralph William podcast along with the, the Old Man's podcast show daily. Um, you'll also have Brett and Scott with the, the the Pulse Headline News podcast, and you'll have have the Potluck podcast comedy show next Wednesday, Slacker 82 Alpha, another political theme talk show like this one, Wednesday night at 7, and Rocky Raccoon will be there for that one. Um, and, um, and then also be on the lookout for the all-new season of the John DeVito show, as well as be, be on be on lookout the all new season of the slightly serious show which, mm-hmm. which which i'm sure people might enjoy and then hopefully the beans and weenie show comes back with all, all all new shows and new comedy routines and also look out for the amber bay show and the kirkley hennessy show and um and several other great great pals 
and other independent content creators worth supporting. All right. Anybody want any last words? Yeah, I got one. Just remember, no matter what you hear, I did Nepstein or Clinton side myself, okay? <laughs> you did off yourself. Oh. All right. All right. Hey, thanks, guys. I'm I'm out of here, man. All right, listen, and, man. I'm following you, so follow me. Uh, maybe I'll I, just- I, I, I will definitely do that. All right, man. Be well. All right. Thank you. Yep. Hey, Felix. Yes. Did I share this one? song with you is called 81 81 million votes my ass the what it's called 81 million votes my ass (laughs) sure let's hear it alright that's gotta be good Creepy Joe in the shower. Only you would find a song like that. No, it's amazing. I, I, you, it's so true. 81 million votes, my ass. Everyone knows. Was right. Hey, it's by uh, the True Bombers. Is that who's True singing Bombers. it? <laughs> the True Bombers and... I don't know. It's so friggin' true. It, I mean, the, the person that sings with them is, uh, I guess, a girl or something. It's spelled K K A R I, then Lake. There you go. Very Lake. You know, I like that other guy that called. In. I wasn't sure how to pronounce that. Carrie Lake. She's from Arizona, right? She lost the election, or they stole it from her. How, whatever you feel about that. Yeah. Thank. Right. Yep. Yeah. You know, the other caller was a. He was a cool guy. You know, I I agree with certain hey. said. And oh. I hope, he, some of them. I hope he was still listening for that song. <laughs> he, he might have liked it. <laughs> His point of view is interesting because he was a prison guard. I mean, you know, yeah. to, to your people. To he probably has a little different attitude when wow. it comes to viewing. Think of his world, what it was like. It's well, it's, it, yeah, of course. Because everyone, 81 million votes my ass. <laughs> yep. He had to be looking over his shoulder every fucking minute. Because prisoners are always looking for a way out. Oh, yeah. And uh, by the way, prisoners always you would usually have a shank with them. Of course. Yeah. And I hope he didn't go in the shower because they don't want to. <laughs> if you're in the shower, if you're in the showers in a prison. Don't drop the soap. Keep that bitch on a rope. Can you imagine if he was bending, <laughs> hey, over, hey. He was bending over fixing a drain? And something. <laughs> or fucking hey, Felix. <laughs> Felix, 
Yeah. And that's when you get the term soap on a rope. <laughs> and they don't even use any grease. Bending over with his crack. They just, they just go, it's in there. <laughs> the old pooper. The pooper scooper. Rotten the shit, rot the old shitter. He was right, though, in a way, when he said life is basically what you make it. Because I know people who came from nothing and became something. Hey. But again, there are you know uh, there are people out there that are oppressed. I don't care what anybody says. There are people out there, no matter what they do, they're being shot down. Meaning a lot of people that live in low-income housing, you make more money, they take your money. Same thing could be said for our older population. Yeah, the elderly are always shot down because nobody gives about old people they just don't care no more you're really basically in the way you know what i mean same thing if oh my, my old man used to say they're them old motherfuckers are breathing our good air oh, get crazy. rid of them very nice <laughs> hey, felix felix yeah go ahead i got a, i got another song for you what is it it's called justice for all it's donald trump it. and it's donald j trump and j6 prison choir Oh, that's a good one. Oh, listen. Sounds good. Wait till Donald Trump comes in. I pledge allegiance to the flag no of the United States Listen of America. To Trump. <laughs> That's why I love it. That's crazy. To the Republic for which it stands. <laughs> it's awesome. That is cool. Very interesting. Because they got, mm -hmm. and those are people that are were in prison singing? Yeah, prison choir. Rightly. Yeah. You know, in Connecticut, whether or not they can vote and who can vote, and they mailed out ballots to every prisoner in Connecticut. Yeah, they're saying that they're going to allow not, prisoners to vote. As long as you're not a felon, they're going to let you vote. Hey, Felix. Yeah. That, that song was recorded uh, one night there in D.C. where they all them J6 guys were held in, in jail there. Oh, oh all right. Yes. Yeah. I heard that before. And uh, yeah. They put it out sometime back in, I think it was May, that, that hit the internet. Wow. You know, that guy Perry Johnson uh, gave Johnson? $3 million oh. to help those people be um, represented by lawyers for the ones that couldn't. Afford. Yeah, you're right. He's running for president. And Trump said if he's, uh, <laughs> he's going to pardon right. all of the people. Uh, almost all. He's the almost all. Yeah. Somebody who killed somebody or whatever. He wasn't going out. Well, people, it's about that time. I want to thank everyone who jumped in. Rocky, Zach, Eric. 
Everybody, have a good weekend. Be safe. Hey, Felix. Yes. Here's one for you. Here's something for you. You like this? Trump won, and you know we should what was the name of that song trump won and you know it there you go that's that's what it, it's like just that. called trump one it's called it's by uh natasha Owens. that's natasha a good Owens. one all right everybody i want to thank everybody who jumped in mo what is that mossad agent mossad agent the best life. That guy was nice. He was cool, dude. And Rob welcome. Rob Raccoon. Yeah. I want to thank everyone. And Zach. Zach, my number one fan. Yeah. And I'm going to take you out with a little WAP music. Bye, everyone. Woo! Say the Luna Isn't that special? Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And that's everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, mama. All right, people, be safe. Have a good weekend. I'm over here. I'm the hell out of here. Oh, yeah.